You're listening to the Awaken Podcast, brought to you by Father's House. Here's your host, Doyle Bradford. Welcome to today's Awaken Podcast, where we are awakening you to your destiny and to your purpose. Last week, we talked about the value of alignment and how important it is that you have the right people above you and around you in order to fulfill your purpose. Last week, we said that your character grows through connection above you. Power is released through alignment. Words of life come through your alignment and your connection. Um, Correction comes through connection. Doors of opportunity open through the alignment above you. Now, what I want to do today is talk about those around you. Who you choose for your inner circle, who you allow to be in your inner circle is absolutely critical to you walking in your purpose. Again, you need the right people above you, but you also need quality people around you. Your potential is determined by those closest to you. I want you to think about that. I mean, we've heard since childhood birds of a feather, and there's no doubt that you can finish that. Birds of a feather flock together. Very seldom do you see someone achieve a level of success much greater than the people they put in their inner circle. Successful people hang out with other successful people. This is very, very important that you choose who you place in your inner circle. Now, we all have relationships of differing levels. I mean, we all know a lot of people. But even if we looked at Jesus, Jesus had different relationships. He had the masses and he had the crowds. But then he had the 12. And so it's very important that we choose wisely who we have in our inner circle. No one does anything great alone, number one. And Jesus picked 12 people. He poured into those people. They were his inner circle. And and it's amazing that those 12 people, the 12 disciples, actually turned the world upside down. So the people in his inner circle turned the world upside down. We are still benefiting from the 12 people that he had in his inner circle. Of course, we know the story of um, Judas, but don't ever let that trip you up. Uh, Maybe another podcast we'll do sometime, but you will deal with uh, betrayal. But it's very important for you to give consideration to who you have in your inner circle. Who has your ear? That's very important because the Bible tells us that with wise counsel, we are to wage war. The Bible speaks of iron sharpening iron. So one man sharpens the countenance of his friend. So who we have in our inner circle is critical. The Bible also speaks and says that two have a good reward for their labor. So that's an inner circle statement. I love this statement by Mother Teresa. 
She said, you can do what I cannot do, and I can do what you cannot do. Together, we can do great things. That is the heart, I believe, of choosing the right inner circle. Uh, There are no successful Lone Rangers. Even the Lone Ranger, when I grew up, we had the Lone Ranger came on on Saturday afternoons, but you always hear the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Now, you may be... (laughs) You may be in an age group listening to me where you're not familiar with that. Well, there's your assignment. Go find the Lone Ranger and Tonto on some form of social media. But there was the Lone Ranger and Tonto. So no one can do everything well. That's why you need a circle of people. You need people around you. As Ecclesiastes 4.9 says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. Now, what a statement here. Woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. That's that's amazing wisdom for anything that you're trying to do in your life. Whatever your purpose is, if it's in business, if it's in marketing, if it's in, in the ministry, that's very important. One can be overpowered, but two can resist. I'm going to say that again. One can be overpowered, but two can resist. So it's important for you to realize those closest to you can help you or they can break you. That inner circle will make you or break you. It's important to realize that our greatest potential lies when we work together. There's more potential in an inner circle, in a group, than on our own. The people around us see things that we don't see, and it's very important. We need that. We need their eyes. We need the eyes of that inner circle. We need the hands of that inner circle. We need the encouragement of that inner circle. But it's very important that we choose right relationships to be around us. We need to surround ourselves with strong people that have influence with others. Now, one of the things that I have seen over the years is many leaders are insecure. So they do not want strong people around them because of that feeling of insecurity. In reality, they're actually hindering their own potential and their own purpose because it's having strong people around you makes you stronger. Don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid of strong people. Don't be intimidated by their abilities. When you're developing your inner circle, you want strong people. Yes, you want to grow in relationship with them, be able to trust them, know what their heart is. But don't be intimidated by the abilities of strong people. If you have strong people in your inner circle, you're going to become stronger. 
Your vision is going to become stronger. Very important. Don't be afraid of strong people. And look for people that are strong in your weak areas. All of us have weak areas. And so one of the ways we we take care of that is by surrounding ourselves with people who are strong in areas that we're weak. In the marketplace, it's often said, staff your weaknesses. And so it's very important that we realize we're not good at everything. We're not great at everything. So what do we need to do? We need to have an inner circle that accommodates our weak areas. So look for people that are strong in your weak areas. Look for people who have a proven track record. People who have been successful before they know how to be successful again. Those Look for people that positively impact other members. When you're choosing someone to be part of your inner circle, it's very important the effect that they have on others. If they're always stirring up strife, always stirring up chaos, they don't play well with others, as I've mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, you don't want that. Look for people. They may be extremely gifted, powerful, talented, but do they have a positive impact on others? Because you want people who can work together. You want people who can work as a team. Because as you develop your inner circle of people, team chemistry is so important. I am telling you, you can have the most awesome team. You can have the most awesome synergy and chemistry. And one person can throw that off. So it's very important that you think in terms of the team chemistry. Is this person in the circle going to cause the circle to be stronger or will it undermine the inner circle? You can't afford to have people in conflict. It just stifles the advancement of whatever the cause may be. People in conflict cause the problems in you moving forward. Look for people who make one another better. Uh, Again, you can't afford to have people in conflict, so you want to look for people that positively impact others. You want to look for people who already display excellence. They display maturity. They have good character in everything they do. And so sometimes when we're developing relationships or developing an inner circle, we tend to overlook some things. I want to encourage you, don't overlook things. If there's a a red light or a check on the inside of you about the people that you have in your circle Take some time to evaluate and and make sure that everything is, is that they're going to be a good part of your team. And, you know, don't let your inner circle be totally solidified. What do I mean? Never stop improving your inner circle. Work together, improve, grow. So it's important that you surround yourself with people, the best people that you can find, because together you can achieve more than you can separately. So God designed us. We need each other. We need that inner circle. 
But if you choose the wrong people for that inner circle, it will cause you to be dealing with strife and you will not accomplish what you set out to do. Let's talk about some people to avoid. I mean, when we look at Scripture, I believe it it, it really gives us three kinds of people that absolutely destroy your inner circle. So do not align with these people. If you see this behavior, and here's the key, if you see someone operating in this behavior, you don't want them in their inner circle. But here's a mistake leaders sometimes make, I think, is you, if, even if they're not acting that way toward you, but you do see a history of them acting that way toward others, do not align with this person. If you see the behavior, even if it's not toward you, see that as a red flag because it most likely will eventually be you. Do not discredit someone's history, uh, what they have done in the past, even if they're not doing it with you right now. Pay close attention. But first of all, we want to avoid someone who operates like Jezebel did in the Bible. This is a person who manipulates, a person who uses witchcraft. Now, witchcraft is not witches and brooms. And as a matter of fact, we see witchcraft or sorcery as one of the works of the flesh. But if you bring a person into your inner circle who has a manipulative tendency, they use manipulation. It absolutely begins to undermine everything that you're trying to do. So you've got to keep someone who operates like Jezebel out of your inner circle. Often what they do is they pretend to be your friend to gain information. Be careful about people who are prodding you for information, trying to find out what's going on in your world. They pretend to be your friend to gain information, but here's the here's the situation. They're going to use that against you for their own benefit and advancement. This is very, very important. In your inner circle, you've got to watch for this because this person who operates like Jezebel will pretend they love you. As a matter of fact, they will flatter you, tell you how great you are. Anytime someone flatters you, you need to pay close attention because it's likely that person or it's possible that person is wanting to get close to you. They want to get information from you. They want you to open up and tell them things that you don't tell other people, but they're gathering an arsenal which they will later use for their own benefit and advancement. So pay close attention to people who manipulate, who try to gain information or probe you. They're constantly, you know, and they do this in such a way that that you're comfortable. They make you comfortable with them. But in reality, they're going to use the information that you give them against you at some point. So you have to guard yourself against putting manipulative people in your inner circle. Now, I'm, I'm going to remind you again, initially, they may not be doing that with you, but you may know that they've done it in the past. If they've done it in the past, they're most likely going to do it again. 
Do not put them in your inner circle. And then we have what, uh, what I call Absalom. Absalom was David's son. And these people are very prideful in their own ability. Pay close attention. What happens when you have an Absalom in your inner circle, they actually think they know more than you do. They can lead better than you. And see, I want you to see here how this person with a Jezebel tendency functions also like Absalom. Because what they what an Absalom will use manipulation and Jezebel tendencies to to get to know you. And see, here's what, let's look at it again. Absalom is very prideful in their own ability. They think they know more than you. They think they can lead better than you. Well, what they have done is spent time getting to know you, manipulating you, pretending to be your friend, and they've gained information. And what sometimes happens is you have shared what your weaknesses are with them. So now they're going to rise up And because they know your weaknesses, they're going to use those weaknesses against you. They're going to rise up in pride and they're going to say they know more than you. They can lead better than you. And here's what that person functioning like Absalom does. They begin to draw people to themselves in order to overthrow you. Pay close attention. Anytime you have someone in your inner circle that you see is drawing other people to themselves and not the overall vision, see that as a red flag. Absalom seeks to take your place of authority by using your weaknesses and and they start to present to, to people that are in your circle or your followers that they know more than you. Well, if I was the leader, here's what I would do. And so This begins to draw people away from you and draws it to them. So it's very important you look for for Absalom in your life. And then we have the third person. We have Judas. Even Jesus had a Judas. And betrayal is something that you are going to deal with at some point in your life. Again, I may come back and do a podcast on that. I really... It's the second time we've mentioned it on this podcast. I'm really sensing maybe we should do that because it's very important. But Judas is part of your inner circle. And what that happens is they see something they believe is wrong. See, Judas felt justified in what he did concerning Jesus because he felt he was correcting a wrong. He saw something that's wrong. Well, be careful about people who are part of your inner circle that see something wrong, and what you're looking for is, do they tell other people and not you? See, there's strength in having someone on your inner circle that sees your weaknesses, sees your shortcomings, and they come to you personally and let you know, I see this. That's the biblical model. But if they go to someone else first and start discussing what they think is wrong with you, now you have a Judas in your midst. And and Judas believes that he's doing the right thing by seeking to remove you because you're wrong. What Judas does is Judas sides with your enemies and eventually turns you over to them. So it's very important 
that you choose your inner circle very, very, very wisely. And so today you may be listening to the podcast. I believe there's there may be one or two scenarios. One scenario is you're afraid to develop an inner circle. I want to encourage you to step past that fear, push past that fear, because you will not be able to accomplish everything that God has for you on your own. You need other people. So I want to encourage you to step past that fear, push past that fear, and allow yourself and allow the Lord to place the right people in your inner circle. So number one, you can't do it alone. You need an inner circle. And then I believe there are probably other people who at one point in your life, you began to develop an inner circle. You had a group of people around you and you became injured. You became wounded and you became hurt. And now you're struggling to have relationships or have an inner circle again. I truly want to encourage you to move past that. Release those people who have hurt you, who have wounded you. You absolutely may have had a Jezebel, an Absalom, or a Judas in your inner circle, and now you're struggling to be part of a team but it's important that you move past that because, again, you cannot accomplish what God has called you to do without people around you. So I just pray for you today. I pray that you would have wisdom concerning your relationships. I pray that you would be able to recognize those that you've been called to walk with. You've not been called to walk with everyone. But there are divine relationships. There's alignment above you. There's alignment around you that will cause you to reach the greatest level of success. So I pray right now that you would have eyes to see. I pray you would have eyes to see those who are you are to run with. Those who are to run with the vision as part of of your inner circle. I pray that any deception that is happening around you that maybe you have not seen, that you would recognize the deception, that you would make right choices. And I I just pray that the guidance of the Holy Spirit would be with you so that you can make right choices. I declare over you that you would make right choices in your relationships, that you would be able to have the discernment to know those that are among you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would cause you to see where your alignment is supposed to be. I declare and pray over you today that you would have the right alignment above you and that you would have the right alignment around you so that you can achieve great things in your life, so that you can be prosperous and be a good success. Choose relationships wisely. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. Join me next week. Please 
like the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe, help us get the word out. God has a purpose for you. You were born on purpose, for a purpose. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. To stay up to date, like our Father's House Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Father's House IC.